realize this podcast is pretty much just a uh, like a journal of our descent into madness during quarantine. Yeah. Every episode shows us just losing it just a little bit more. Are you showing that you're talking? Yeah. Because your line for me is straight across. Am I flatlining? Oh, God, I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. God damn it. Oh, like, hey, listen. Every fucking episode. Get sick of y'all shit. Every time. Normally when you come over, I know, like, okay, this is the time. Put your phone on silent, sip your wine, let's do this. I'm by myself in a basement. It doesn't it doesn't register to me to put my phone on silent. Now it's buzzing. Can you hear it? Yep. Do you know that's my phone or <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I said I was alone. But yeah, so like every time we start these podcasts, I just think I'm like <laughs> quarantine log, day twenty two. Today <laughs> I try to make friends with a vegetable. <laughs> is it 22 for you? I don't know. I'm not counting anymore. It's since March 17th. <laughs> so I can't whatever that I is know. to April 5th. Look, I'll tell you what, though. Um, I went outside because I've, I've been spending a lot of time outside. And I was on my porch. And, like, this piece of loose leaf paper blew into my yard. And I picked it up. And I was like, oh, it blew from the neighbor's house. Come to find out my neighbor's been trying to write a rap. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's not good. He rhymed quarantine with quarantine with I have a teen. So, oh, no. Do you have it? So I threw it away. It was oh, damn it. That's gold. It literally says, I'm stuck in quarantine. Ain't got nothing to do in this quarantine. I'm getting aggravated because I've got a teen. All he wants to do is eat. <laughs> <laughs> so I was telling Eric, and Eric's like, you should write it better and give it back. Blow it back. <laughs> <laughs> I just rewrite it. I'm like, yo, I'm stuck in quarantine. Haven't, um, I'm like, I'm locked in this house, sight unseen, uh, going nuts because I've got a teen. Uh, you know, like, people outside look real serene. I don't know, just something better than I've got a quarantine. <laughs> I'm stuck in quarantine with a teen who eats a lot. <laughs> but, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was just like, I felt, you ever just like, come across something super personal and you just feel suddenly exposed and embarrassed for them? Yeah. I felt like, like I accidentally came up on somebody once who's trying to start their car with a blow and go for a DUI and I felt like I watched the most intimate thing I've ever seen. That was at like, work. Okay, I was trying not to say it. <laughs> <laughs> But I was next to them, and I watched them bow their head down. Perform and oral their, on their yeah, car. Yeah, blowjob. And then it started up. But And then it's like they looked over at me, and I turned real red. Because I felt like I just walked in on somebody masturbating. It was the most <laughs> intimate, inappropriate. I should have not been there. And then all of a sudden, I felt like I was exposed. That's how I felt when I was reading this person's rap. I'm like, this is not for, this wasn't meant for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's awful. Yeah. Well, (laughs) but then I was like, I should write it and give it back. I didn't. I just threw it away. I was like, nope, not getting involved in this. And then I thought, oh my God, I just touched so much Corona. Ah! (laughs) What if this person was like, 
I'm stuck in quarantine. <coughs> Everything on Netflix I've already seen. <laughs> and I'm over um, here touching it. Ugh. I'm officially working from home and my Keurig broke. So, oh, but, and now I have all these K cups. So then I've been like, you like taking off the top, pouring all the coffee grounds in hot water, mixing it up, and then cutting off the bottom of the K cup and like sifting it back through the filter part. And that's how I've been making coffee every day. And it's that's great disgusting. Time. <laughs> it's not disgusting. <laughs> just imagine that being gross. Well, because K cups are essentially, aren't they just like instant coffee? No, like it's like real coffee, coffee in a little pod with a filter. So oh, literally, yeah. when you pour it, pour it out, it's just coffee grounds, and then you just pour it back through the filter. Well, do you have a coffee machine, like a regular coffee maker? No. Oh, so then just cut open the thing and pour it into the coffee filter. And just make coffee. <laughs> no, I don't. I gotta buy a new Keurig, I guess. I don't know. Well, if you can't, if things get crazy because you can't buy anything non-essential and Walmart's roped off anything that isn't like food, um, you're welcome to. Drive to my house and I'll put out. I have like a ten cup coffee maker and I'll. I'm using a Keurig, but I can let you take my coffee maker home. Baby girl, okay. I got Amazon. They're not. Are they delivering anything? I tried to order something. I tried to order a diamond painting because I'm like so fucking bored. I'm about to start gluing diamonds onto pictures, and it's <laughs> that they won't start shipping until like June. What? Yeah, it says Amazon's not shipping anything that isn't, like, medically necessary or essential. So you can get mm. your medication and, like, toilet paper, but they're, like, really withholding on some shit. I ordered my dad a birthday cookie thing, and it got sent, and I ordered an exercise bike, and it comes in Wednesday. So I don't know what you're doing. I know certain things are out of stock, so if something goes out of stock, they're not getting anything else until, like, June. Maybe. But or maybe they're, they're like, being stock. really loose. Maybe they're being really loose about essential, and they're, like, cookie that's food and uh, exercise bike you might need it because if you're fat you have diabetes <laughs> and you die during the quarantine because you didn't get your exercise bike that's on them i don't know i've I'm definitely sorry, been able to tell fun. some things are coming and some things are not you just have to be well like i ordered um a little headphone adapter and they were gonna send it and then sent me back they're like look we're just gonna give you your money back because we're not gonna send out anything like that for a while i'm like hmm. okay. <sighs> Oh no, yeah. that scares me. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? That's what I'm like. They might not consider a coffee maker essential enough. <laughs> I'll but be I like, mean, listen. <laughs> unless you guys want me to be on an episode of Snapped, I need my fucking caffeine. Uh, speaking of Snapped, so like how many people do you think are going to kill their boyfriends or girlfriends or husbands or wives and nobody's going to know until quarantine's over? Girl, that's really upsetting. <laughs> But really, people are stuck in their house with, like, people that they might hate. Well, here's how I'm going to see it. We're about to see, really, when it comes to the nature versus nurture of, like, serial killers and murderers. Like, I've always said this. Um, you're watching a lot of serial killer stuff has taught me you're either one head trauma or a heartbreak away from murder. So we're going to find <laughs> out if that's true. <laughs> Because it's always like, when you find about it, it's either because they hit their head on a fucking metal swing in the 70s, or some, too many people broke their heart and they finally lost their mind. So we're, we're about to see if that's true. Or, if, you know, just somebody eating the last Swiss roll is enough to make you want to murder. <laughs> I mean, 
But on a serious note, though, if you're locked in a house with an abuser and you have nowhere to go and you're stuck and you're unsafe, message me on the podcast or anything and just use a keyword and we'll, we'll you know, like just say, um, your podcast isn't funny. We'll know that's a lie. And <laughs> Okay, maybe do something that's... No, well, I did see a thing where a girl was like, uh, she said she was like a blogger and she said, I want you to message me and tell me that you want me to teach you how to do makeup and I'll know what you mean. Cause I don't know how to do makeup. And then if you say, where do you buy your eyeliner? I will know to call the cops and send it to your address. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just saying like, there's people who are actually really stuck at home with these kind of people who have no way. Yeah. Stuck. It's really they sad. Said, Abuse is up, and then, like, kids who are abused that normally are safe at school, they're not going to school, so there's... Oh, I just... Okay, this is not a sad podcast. No, I'm we just saying, to... like, we're so a really... podcast. What do you mean it's not sad? <laughs> More you know, comedy. My last episode about Sylvia Likens literally broke Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> like, or, like... Eric's been listening at work apparently, and he was gonna try to surprise me and listen to all the episodes and then be like, surprise. But I literally gave him shit, was like, everybody listens to my podcast but you. And then he had to admit that he's been listening to it. And he's like, not into murder. So I'm just waiting for him to get to the Sylvia Likens episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> he got through the episode, the first episode, he was like, Gary Heidnick is the shit of nightmares. And then he's like, and then he's like, got through Sam Little Dick. And he's like, okay, he's awful. <laughs> and then he's like, Lori Show was murdered by a pregnant girl. And I'm like, just keep going. It gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, really? Wait. What's our code word for people? Because that's not a good one. I don't know. I mean, like something that wouldn't, we wouldn't think you're just talking to us. It'd have to be something that would make us re really like trigger us to know that there's something wrong. Like, uh, Dominique's not funny, but Taylor is. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> sure. Say, Nipple Straws wasn't funny. Oh my god, yeah, because that's a fucking lie. That was hysterical. <laughs> so there you okay. go. If you're in a situation you need out of, Nipple Straws wasn't funny. Yeah, yeah. And then if you say, like, um, would you send me a sticker to my address and then go to your address? Mm-hmm. We'll send the cops straight to that address. Boom. Yeah. Okay, well, okay. that was great. <laughs> I think it's fine. I think it was a good message. You guys deserve to know that we're here for you and that there are people suffering right now. So, except me. I'm doing great, apparently. <laughs> I'm not. How much wine do you have left? That's how we know. Uh, I drank four bottles already, and then I started that big jug. Oh, God. Is the jug your last thing? Yeah, the jug is the last one. Oh, no. Yeah, it's getting pretty rough over here. I'm starting to, like, <laughs> ration my wine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, so today I only get to have, like, a little Dixie cup of it. <laughs> Oh no. I've been cutting it with soda, like 
not regular like Coke or anything, but like if I have a fruit punch soda, I've been cutting it with that so that it stretches, but it doesn't like take taste not nasty. Just kind of turns it spritzy. I've been kind of doing that to make myself feel like I have more than I do. That's it's really getting, sad. Like it's it's getting dark in this house, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of cheese weeks ago. It's bad. I have to go to Kroger today, and oh, I'm not may ready. May the force be with you. Yeah, I was gonna do the like where you order and just go pick it up, but the soonest it's available is like nine days from now. Oh my so, god! So, yeah, so that doesn't work. Uh, so I'm like, I really just don't. I don't want to do it. Ugh. And Eric volunteered to do it, but then I just feel guilty. So I'm like, no. Yeah, so he doesn't do have it. asthma. Okay, but like. <laughs> If he goes out and somebody coughs on him and he comes home and he hugs me, I'm just as going to get it anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's why you got to make him strip naked on the porch, run through the house to the shower, and then you're good. Ain't nobody want to see that. <laughs> you do, do kind of live on a main road. <laughs> <laughs> they suddenly call the cops and they're like, can I report something strange? And they're like, yeah, what do you got? And they're like, I saw a dude with a hairy butt just standing on his porch. <laughs> And I'm just really confused. Listen, no one's hating. Everybody gets it. Look, right, like, I, I've said this several times, and I continue to say it. It's quarantine, baby. They ain't no rules. <laughs> Shit has changed. If you see me strip naked, that's not your business. If you see me wiping my ass on my front porch, also not your business. I went over... Um... We're kind of quarantined with our neighbors because our kids play together. And so we're just quarantined as like a, two houses. And they were like in their camper yesterday because they are bored. And um, they were like, come over. And I was like, oh, no. And London's like, can we go over for a second? And I was like, yeah. And we went over and I was like, hey, sorry, we're in the same clothes as yesterday. <laughs> and they're just like, that's okay. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Girl, I got a zit and I, you know that like, the the natural instinct is to oh god everyone can see it and they can't but you pick it till now everyone sees it yeah I literally like took off like six layers of skim but Eric was like oh no honey what are you gonna do I'm like what does it fucking matter who's gonna see me now like <laughs> yeah who's gonna see me and if I if I cover my face with a face mask and go to Kroger ain't nobody gonna know anyway stress makes me break out so. All right, this is the longest intro. It's 16 minutes. It's too much. Okay, okay. We'll go to break. Okay. Okay, so my hint was Scream. Yeah, Nobody guessed I, it right. Well, I thought it was the Gainesville Ripper, which was Danny Rollins, the guy who murdered people and inspired the movie Scream, but I'm wrong. Yes, because this one was inspired by the movie Scream. So I was looking at the wrong end. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what? Well, if it's not that, then I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay. Anybody? Yes. All right. So I keep saying that I'm not going to do ones from recent years, and I keep doing it. And you're I can't just, stop. You're just stuck. Because they're I fascinating. Know. I know, but I really need to quit because there's really not that much info. Okay. Uh, okay. So, in 2006, Cassie Jo Stoddart was a 16-year-old A student that was artistic and beautiful, a great role model and typical teenage girl. She was planning on becoming a prosecutor. She lives in Pocatello, Idaho, 
a quiet, mostly Mormon town in southwest Idaho that seemed relatively safe. She had been dating her boyfriend, Matt Beckham, for five years. So the story begins when Cassie's aunt and uncle, Frank and Allison Contreras, asked Cassie to house sit for them um, starting on September 22, 2006 for the weekend. They trusted her because she was a more responsible teen and she often watched their son also. Their home was large, and since she was going to be alone there, she was a little afraid, so she invited her boyfriend, Matt. They decided to watch Kill Bill Volume 2 together. Their mutual friends, Brian Draper and Tori Adamchick, I think that's how you say his name. It's either Adamchick or Adamsick, don't know, also showed up to watch the movie, but then said they changed their mind and wanted to go out to a movie theater instead, but they never actually left. They drove Tori's car a little down the road and changed clothes. They got into costumes that were dark shirts, gloves, and masks, and each grabbed a knife. They then drove back and parked just out of view of the home. They walked down the driveway and looked through the windows to make sure they weren't being seen and entered through a basement door they had purposely unlocked while they were there earlier. They walked around in the basement, making noises to try to get Cassie and Matt to come downstairs so they could scare them, but they never came. So they ended up finding the breaker box and turned all the power off. Still nobody came down the stairs. Probably because they didn't know where the power box was. Because uh, it's not their house. Um, so they turned it back on. And then eventually they hear Matt's mother arrive and pick him up. So now they know at this point that Cassie is alone. They turn the power off again and walk upstairs. At the top of the stairs, Brian slams the door to try to scare her. The Contreras dog walks into where they are, and then walks back into the living room, but Cassie still doesn't get up. They walk into the living room after that, and Cassie is laying on the couch. She jumps to her feet and demands to know who they are, because remember, they're still wearing full masks. Um, Cassie screams that she's going to kick their asses, and Tori ends up stabbing her several times, and she falls (gasps) to the ground. He then turns to Brian and says, I don't know what I've just done, but now we have to kill her. So they go and they stab her several more times before leaving the residence. Okay, so a little bit about these assholes, which this is why I was so pissed off last night. And I was trying to, I wanted to just complain to you about it, but cut it. Um, so this is what really aggravates me. There's little to no information on Cassie. Like, it is so hard to find anything about her. She is the murder victim, and yet there is like you have to really, really dig to find out even anything about her. But Mm -hmm. Brian and Tori, the killers, there's information all day long. And that aggravates the crap out of me because I really wanted to represent her in this because it's such bullshit. But, so here's some information about them. Brian and Tori were obsessed with the Scream murder movies. Sorry. Brian and Tori were obsessed with the Scream movies and often liked making movies themselves. Brian always carried around a Sony camcorder, filming interactions and day-to-day stuff. They began filming themselves talking about killing. They are seen in some of the footage talking about making a plan, but that they needed a victim. They were friends with Cassie, like best friends. Um, In a video a few nights before the murder, they say, on the tapes, We found our victim, and as sad as it may be, she's our friend. But I mean, we all have to make sacrifices. Our first victim will be Cassie's daughter. She's going to be alone in a big dark house in the middle of nowhere. How perfect can it get? And then the other boy says, I'm horny just thinking about it. 
Oh, gosh. Yeah. And then they go on to commit this awful murder of their really good friend. I mean, this is somebody that she, like, invited into the house she was babysitting for. So, I mean, yeah. Um, right after they leave, they film this. And I have a clip. Let me see if I can turn up the volume here. I just killed Cassie. We just left her house. This is not a fucking joke. I stabbed her in the throat and I saw her lifeless body just disappear. Dude, I just killed Cassie. Oh, fuck. That felt like it wasn't real. I mean, it was so fast. the fuck up. We gotta get our action. What the fuck? They film everything. Um, so right they after are, they, f- they are teenage Carla and Paul, like Paul Bernardo and Carla Homolka who filmed everything. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah. God, I think that's a thing. Cause it was like the guy that they thought that serial killer who they thought might've actually killed Teresa Halbach cause he was in the pictures mm-hmm. and stuff. He filmed everything too. Like he recorded everything he ever did. And so did, um, uh, cold. Um, help me out here. Oh, um, dang it. Yeah, you know, they he it, recorded everything, too. Is his name Josh? Josh, yeah, but I can't. Whatever. You know what I mean? It feels like all these psychos love to record themselves. Because they get off on it, and they can just replay it over and over and over if they want to. Ugh, gross. So, they drive back to Tori's house and hang out there for a while, and they go into his garage and get a trash bag and put everything in it. Then they grab a bottle of rubbing alcohol and the bag and get into the car and drive to the store to buy matches. Then they drive in the middle of nowhere to Black Rock Canyon and then they walk up a trail and burn the evidence. And then what wouldn't burn, they buried. They buried? buried. buried. They buried. <laughs> they buried it. Um, <laughs> then they drive back home and watch a movie. Was it Scream? So, Was it fucking Scream? Did they come I don't back know. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. So, um, the family that she was watching the house for didn't return home until Sunday, which was two days later. And unfortunately, their 13-year-old child finds her lifeless body, blood surrounding her. And they call 911. So, Cassie's autopsy reveals that she had been stabbed 29 times. So... Now the police are looking for who did this. Of course, the boyfriend is the first suspect. Um, he says he tried to contact her several times the day after um, the day after he left there, and she didn't answer, and he didn't have any transportation to go back and check on her because he didn't have his own car. Um, he says that the next day, Tori actually came and picked him up, and he stayed at his house. Oh, man. While he was there, he expressed concern that she wasn't answering and asked Tori to drive him there to check on her. And Tori was like, oh, no, nah, man, I don't have enough gas because the gas in my car has to last me all week. So I can't take you, obviously, because he doesn't want him to find anything. Wow. Um, so he stated that he wasn't aware of the murder until Cassie's mother actually called him that Sunday and asked him what he had done to her daughter, which. Ouch. Yeah. Um, Matt believed that both Brian and Tori had crushes on Cassie. He also told police that they're, uh, about their obsession with horror and movie making. Um, a voluntary interview was then done with Tori and his parents. 
He stated that Cassie was throwing a party, and when he and Brian showed up, they realized nobody else was coming and decided to leave her there with her boyfriend so they could do whatever and go to a movie theater. When pressed, however, he couldn't say what movie they saw or what it was about. Probably because they didn't think about this, and he was, like, afraid to say one movie when Brian could say another movie, so he just said nothing. He said he couldn't remember what he saw two days earlier. So then... um. He said that then they went to his house and stayed there for the rest of the night. So the next day, they do a voluntary interview with Brian and his mother. His statement was similar to Tori. He also could not provide any details about the movie. He said that he was very shocked about her death and could not believe that she was gone. So then we have an anonymous person who did an interview, and they're not named in anything, but they gave a lot of information about the boys. They said that they were obsessed with horror and were writing their own horror movie script. This person told police that they know that Cassie told the boys that she wanted to be in their movie when they made it. Like, ugh. Because, um, you know, like, she's friends with everybody. She's friends with them. And she's like, oh, cool. You're making a horror story? Like, I want to be in the movie. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think she made it like this. No, absolutely not. Um. They said Tori has a knife collection that he keeps in his closet of his bedroom and that he um, brags that he studies and takes notes during horror films on how not to get caught. And then that anonymous person said that for him, they couldn't even think of a movie together. So obviously they're doing great. Right. And then they just, I don't know, buried the evidence. Um, No, they didn't. They buried it. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) So, the anonymous person said that they were actually invited to Cassie's um, party by Tori, um, but ended up not going. And they said that if they would have gone, they probably would have died too. Wow. So, um, five days after the murder, September 27, 2006, the boys were arrested and charged. They were charged as adults, even though they were 16. Brian confesses that he was there when she was murdered, but that he had no part in it. He states that he was always under the impression they were only there to scare her. Brian led investigators to Black Rock Canyon where the evidence could be located. Uh, Both boys were found guilty in separate trials. They received life in prison without the possibility of parole. They are serving their time at Idaho State Correctional Institution. They have requested appeals and were denied. Brian openly admits his involvement and is sorry for his actions, where Tori admits he made mistakes, and that's about it. So, there's a documentary um, on YouTube. It's called Lost for Life, and it's about uh, people who are convicted of murder at a young age. And they are the very first section in it. And just a warning, it is very graphic if you watch it. There is a picture of her, and it is not good. Um, So, in it... Brian has a stutter, and it definitely gets worse when he talks about this. Um, He seems like, when I was watching it, he seems like an adult. Like, he seems matured adult. On the other Mm -hmm. hand, Tori looks and sounds like a fucking lunatic. Like, he, (laughs) he, I don't even know. The way he acts is just so immature to me. If you see it, he just acts really weird. Um, They are, like, riding in a car with his parents at one point, and his parents are like, Oh my God, our boy is just such a good boy. Um, They think that he's innocent and got caught up with the wrong crowd and that he's just the best kid ever. And they drive up to see him every three weeks. So I'm actually looking at them as you speak is which one is which 
is Tori the one with the acne or the one with the ginormous neck that's about as long as a Monday? <laughs> Tori has long hair in the documentary. Oh, they both have short hair over here. Okay. Mm. <laughs> neck long like a Monday. All right. She was beautiful, though. Yeah, she really was. She is, like has that like edgy look to her. Yeah, she's very she's dark hair, dark eyes. She's beautiful. Gosh. What dicks. Yeah. Okay, so, I got it. All right. Brian is the one with the neck long, really long neck. And then Tori's Tori. Acne. Yeah, Tori's got, yeah, he's definitely a pimple face. <laughs> so okay. Brian says that he always wanted to be known. He said nothing else worked for him. He didn't fit in, any, in anywhere. So he got interested in Columbine. Wow. Um, apparently, I didn't know this, but apparently there's like a huge like fan base for the boys who did Columbine. Yeah. People they were- see Yeah, they're like, oh, they're heroes because they were outcasts or whatever. No. Um, Yeah. He said that he saw them in the spotlight for that hour that they wrecked havoc on the school. Um, And that's what he wanted. Um, He ended up making a website about about the victims, like a memorial website for those victims Mm -hmm. to bring him closer to it. I don't know. Um, What he says about the day of the murder is that he filmed Cassie the day of just like regular school chit-chat in the hallway while she's at her locker. Um, All this video can be found in the documentary. And then cut to later that day, they film a video of them making the plan, like drawing a plan. Um, And like Brian says that he likes her family, but sadly she has to be the one to go and they have to stick to the plan and that she's perfect. So she's going to die. Then it cuts to later when it's dark and they're in a car saying how there should, shouldn't be a law about killing people. Um, what? Just what? random stuff. Like, saying, like he said something like, well, if you keep people, like, you don't allow people to do it, they're going to want to do it more. It's basically what he said. I don't know. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> yeah, don't think I want to do it. <laughs> like, I don't know. It, it's. It, I'm sorry. That doesn't apply to murder. It applies to telling a teenager she can't date that boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Well, trying to rationalize um, irrational thoughts, I guess. Tori is the one in the video saying that he's horny thinking about killing her. Oh, God. Then they should have just stabbed each other with each other's dicks and then just moved on. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, they film being outside of the house, waiting to enter the basement, and then they film that clip after that I played. Brian now says that he feels guilty because he was the one who unlocked the door so they could get back in later, and that had he not done that, this may have never happened. Um, so, in 2012, the Supreme Court ruled that states could not impose mandatory life without parole sentences to convicted murderers under 13, but both boys have exhausted appeals and can't go any further. But in 2016, U.S. Supreme Court ruled that all cases before this ruling have to be reviewed. Um, yeah, so you remember me case, talking about that? Yeah. When I so, did Lori's show, that's what got Tabitha Buck out. Anybody who's under the age of 18 had to be reevaluated. Yep. So they haven't yet, but they're definitely on the roster to be reviewed. Um, wow. This might change the outcome of these men's lives, but like, let's hope not. Uh, Because they are exactly where they should be. Um, 
Sadly, the 13-year-old girl who found the body was so distraught she attempted suicide. Oh, no. Um, The whole family was completely shattered and torn apart. Her aunt fell into a deep depression and lost her job. Um, They've never been in that room of the home ever again and have all had really strange encounters in the home. Um, Yeah. Their uncle did an interview in October 2014 because the home was up for sale for several years, but no one would purchase it. And they just wanted rid of it, but no one would buy it. Um, Records do show that it was sold in 2015, but it is now up for sale again. Um, And the kind of ending to this is that a big mural of Cassie is painted in front of her old high school. So, yeah, that is the scream murder. Cassie Stoddart. Wow. Yeah, that's that's disgusting. So it's just they wanted to be like the movie Scream so much because like in the movie Scream had it was the two boys that you found out were truly murdering people. Right. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, me too. I think it was like the two teenage boys you find out in the end they were actually killing virgins. Yeah. And it was like the girls. This is your like best friend. Like you guys are outcasts. She seems to be like semi popular, like really nice A student and like accepts you and you go and kill her. And then the thing is anybody, but yeah. Well yeah, but the thing is is they like document everything. Like they documented their whole plan before, they document after, and then like they the police found all of the tapes buried. So like they had their whole case just handed to them because they recorded every single part of it. So, like, now, when you played the audio clip, is the video available for that? Yes. Does it show them covered in her blood? No. No, the audio is just completely dark because it's nighttime. So, all you can see is, like, them. You can see that they're in a car driving, and it's pointed towards the road. Oh, I was curious. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can can go on YouTube and put Cassie Jo Stoddart, S-T-O-D-D-A-R-T, and, um... It will come up, like, there's graphic stuff, like, beware of that. But the top one is, like, um, tape of Brian Draper and Tori Adamchick. And it plays, like, before, when they're making a plan. Um, See, when you were talking about, like, how they kept trying to get her attention and she wasn't getting up, I thought yeah. this was going to go into the boyfriend had already killed her because she wasn't yeah. moving. And, what you know, I, did she fight? Because it didn't, it kind of just, like, went right over that. Well, I mean, both of them are just kind of saying that she was like, I'll kick your ass. And then they just kind of attacked her. Oh. And like in one um, thing that I read, Brian says, which most of the reports are what Brian said, because Tori like won't talk about it. But he mm. says that uh, Tori came up and like stabbed her. And then when she fell to the ground, they could like hear her barely breathing. And then that's when they were like, oh, now we have to kill her. Like, so they were like, oops. Like, but I mean, I don't know. I don't, like, each person says, oh, I thought I was only there to scare her, and then he did it. And then the other person's mm-hmm. like, no, he did it, so. Which one do you think did it? <sighs> Tori. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, if you guys are interested in it, which, I mean, it is really interesting to, like, it always interests me to see murderers, like, speak. Yeah, like yeah, I definitely. like to like try to get into their brain, and um, I only watched their section on it, but the whole thing is on YouTube. Again, it's called Lost for Life. 
And you can just see the difference between the two boys, and then you can make your own conclusion. I just think that Tori is just... His parents are like, oh, our loving child. And he's just sitting there going, yeah, I made weird decisions. I'm like, I just can't. I just yeah, can't. like what acne stuff to use? Because obviously it was wrong. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so I hope yeah, the other kid, Brian, sentence but... as long as his neck. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. That neck was long, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay. All right. All right. Well, that was a good one. I've never heard of that one. I'm kind of excited because I, I love hearing ones I've never heard of. I'm Which always doing those should... one-offs. You do. You do. That's why when I thought you were going to do the Gainesville Ripper, I was like, holy shit, she's getting into a serial killer. But I was wrong. <laughs> that might be my next one. That that would be fun. I'd love to hear that one. Because if you do the one that, like, the, the movie created this murder, now do the murder that created the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I should probably oh, watch Scream, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it. And my problem was, is I saw the Scooby-Doo live-action movies uh, before I saw Scream. So when they did Scream and it was the do- dude who plays Shaggy, it just fucked my whole world up. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's playing a lot of stuff, but I just remember him and like, gee, Scoob, you know? <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. You want to... Get into the light over the stove. Yep. Okay. Okay, light over the stove time. So, I'm going to put you in the hot spot again. (laughs) And (laughs) do word association. People were like, we know everything about Dom because Taylor does these fucking things. (laughs) You never do it to me. I always kind of feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's honestly, it's okay. I'm always like, tell us about your childhood, Dom. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to destroy people. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So who's going to be like, um, I see why she does a murder podcast. <laughs> the next episode, you're going to be like, uh, hey, Taylor, remember that thing? Why don't you tell everybody about it? <laughs> yeah. Whatever made you cry at the therapy office? I want to hear about it. And you're like, no. <laughs> Payback. <laughs> I would never. Okay. So word association obviously is where I say a word and then you have to say like really quick back first thing and the pops in your head. Okay. And I have and like if it's really bad, I want you to edit it and replace it with better words. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see me being there like campfire. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a speak you just it's like you're like, all right, cat and then I'm like, uh Carol Baskins and you're like, Nope, not okay. So then you just edit it back in. No, that's okay. Like, well, it's a joke. I'm just saying, as an example, and then you edit it back in, and it's just your voice very monotone, and you're yeah. just like, cat, and then pause, and where I should speak, and you're like, milk. <laughs> <laughs> I try to put, I put in some, like, really normal ones, and then I put in some that, like, maybe would trip you up to say, make you say some shit, so here we go. I'm excited. Well, watch I say some okay. shit to the normal ones, you're like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Yes. All right, marshmallow. Fluff. <laughs> Coffee. Grounds. Wait, I'm just finishing words. <laughs> I'm supposed to do things associated, but I'm like, coffee grounds, marshmallow, fluff. I need to stop. Ready? All right, marshmallow. I change it to Ghostbusters. 
What? The marshmallow man. Just never mind. Okay. Pink. Okay. Oh no, 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 no. The first thing that popped in <laughs> The first thing that popped in my head is the most inappropriate thing ever. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> um vagina. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Balloon. Uh it. Murder. Uh Let's learn about murder, the best podcast there is. <laughs> that was not fast enough. You had to think you had to change it. You're like, who do I want to murder? Oh no, can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst part is a name popped in my head. Ah Okay, ready? Uh-huh. Suck. It. Suck it. Wine. About murder. Wait, I'm still just finishing stuff. <laughs> Scream. Uh, le- neck long like a Monday. <laughs> oh my god. Quarantine. Kill me. <laughs> Sex. I wish. <laughs> Blanket. Fort. Tiger. That bitch Carol Baskins. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump. Orange, or more accurately, peach. Podcast. You cut out what? Podcast. Hold on, there's a bug in my house. What is that? <laughs> it's like crawling, and I'm like, it, it, does it fly? If it flies, I've got to go. Uh, podcast, <laughs> my favorite murder. <laughs> okay, that's it. Seriously, what is it? It's huge. (gasps) And it flies! It's a bee! Oh, God. Oh. Oh, my God. Why? Alright, I'm going to try to finish this, and then I'm going to go kill it. Okay. Well, I wanted to give a quick shout-out to my dad, because it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Dad, even though you probably don't listen. He probably doesn't. Um, and also, I am redoing my front porch today, and my friend Zach, like, redid a porch swing for me, and I'm going to paint it up and make it cool so I can work outside. So, thank you, Zach. Yeah, and then when, you know, the social distancing is over, I can come over and see it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, when this is all over, there's so much stuff I say I want to do, and in the end, I'm going to end up staying in my house. Yeah. I'm going to be like, I mean, I, I think it will... It'll make me, like, grateful that I can do go do things, I think, but... Well, like, I'm like, I'm gonna go out, and I'm gonna go to a Chinese, uh, Chinese restaurant, and I'm gonna eat all the sushi. And then I'm gonna go to a Mexican restaurant, and I'm gonna drink 10 pounds of queso dip. And then I'm gonna go thrift shopping, and then I'm gonna go see a movie. And then in the end, it just, like, flash forward to me sitting in my underwear, like, I don't really feel like doing anything today. <laughs> now we're gonna get too used to being home. I'm just like... I don't, it's not that I'm going crazy because I have to stay inside. I'm going crazy because somebody's telling me I've got to stay inside. Yeah. If they don't tell me I have to stay inside, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm like, I don't think I really would have been out doing anything this weekend, even if I didn't have a quarantine, but it's the fact that I can't go out that's making me feel suffocated. You would have come (laughs) here. We would have recorded in person and it would have been more fun. That's true. I missed your face. 
miss you too. I know this is so hard. And it's like, <laughs> we're doing our best to make it sound like we're still like high energy, but it's hard when you're not feeding off of somebody right next to you. Yeah. I think that we're actually going to go rent a cabin somewhere because I'm like, are you allowed to do that right now? Yup. Go to the middle. Nope. You can go. There's like, if they're privately owned cabins, I'm like, let's go to the middle of nowhere when nobody around. And that's it. There's an Airbnb one. That's like a barn and it's like the top loft of the barn. And it's so pretty. We've talked about it before and it's out in West Virginia. But there's no AC or heat. So. It might be a weird time of the year, but. Oh, oh, the bee. He's still here. I thought he was gone. Um, oh, my gosh. Well, th- there's one in West Virginia that's like they converted an old a bus. Have you ever seen it? Mm-hmm. That would be cool, too. There's, like, certain ones that are open. Like, the ones that are far away from people are open. But yeah. some of them are closed. But, yeah, I'm like, heck, we could just leave any time, literally, because... <laughs> Well, you would have to have Wi-Fi. You have to work from home. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, um, Instagram, uh, Wine About Murder Pod. I, Yahoo is Wine About Murder at Yahoo.com. Our Facebook is pretty easy. It's just Let's Wine About Murder. Like us on our Facebook page. We only have 77 people. And, you know, you can do better. And, uh... <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe. Um, it's working. We've got more rates than we've ever had before, and they're all five stars so far. So please, yay! Just Don't give us a one star just to knock us down a peg. I promise. We already know that we're not that great. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, and and if you have friends who listen to podcasts or have nothing to do, tell them about us. Word of mouth works really well, and we're we're going to eventually do a giveaway. But we're just so lazy about sitting here and making plans. It's hard right now, too. Yeah. It's hard for us to be like, because we've got invited to be on other people's shows. And now we have to try to figure out when we can do our giveaway, when we're going to appear on those shows, when we're going to maybe do a guest on our show one day. Like, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Speaking of that, we're going to be guesting on a couple podcasts. So we'll keep you updated on that when we get that recorded and let you know where you can find those. In six months, when we finally actually do it. <laughs> no, we're going to do it. We're stuck at home. We need to do it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> when one of them wants to Skype, and I'm like, oh, I'd have to, like, uh, look halfway, not like a crazy person. If we Skype with this stranger to do the episode, you bet your ass I'm coming up in a full, like, Halloween outfit. I will have a mask on, and I'm going to do this the most serious way possible. <laughs> he just, like... <laughs> chimes in and I'm over here just with this mask on. I'm like, hello. Well, it'd be more like, hello. Hey, can you hear me? No. You want to build a snowman? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I'm going to be weird about it. I just come up with, like, one of the giant horse masks. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm just like, hey. You know, get it? Hey is for horses. Oh, my God. Okay, we got to go. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Like I said, rate, review, subscribe, tell people we're awesome because we are. And uh, other than that, or can we do it? Can we count it down and actually do it at the same time? Probably not. Let's try. Okay. Wait, are we going from three or one? <laughs> I don't care. I'm holding up fingers like you can see them. and I'm. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. 
Catch you on the flip side. Damn it! (laughs) Okay, all right. Three, two, one. Catch Catch you on on the sip side. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. Catch you on the sip side. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it's Dom. Um, because we're total spazzes and we got so excited to stop recording and do other things like eat food or drink. Um, I forgot to give you guys a hint for my next murder. So if you guys are still playing along, which we haven't heard for a while, but I get it. It's hard to keep up. Um, my hint is simply this. Oh boy, for this one, you'll have to think outside of the box. So if you get it, let us know and we'll shout you out. Thanks.